Let's mother hacking do this. <laughs> All right. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Actually Alexandra Radio. I'm your host, Actually Alexandra. (laughs) I don't know if I can call myself that anymore. It was my old Instagram name, and it no longer is, but it still suits me because I'm still actually me. (laughs) So welcome back to, or welcome to, an episode of Actually Alexandra. I am here to help you come home to you and create a better relationship with yourself in any way, shape, or form. That is my mission, to help you come back to this place of love and self-softness within um, and that home within. So within all of my content, that is kind of my goal. Um, And I'm an embodiment healer. I my favorite way to help you come home to yourself is through Pilates and yoga and intuitive based movement and meditation. Um, more on that soon, but today actually perfect way to start off the episode is I wanted to talk about the concept of home and what is home. And I'm sure when you first hear me say the word home, you think of the place that you've lived or maybe the place where you grew up and your parents now still live. Um, And before we get into it, let me just say that this episode was actually supposed to be about family dynamics. Um, I think that's really important to talk about, especially around the holidays. Um, But I'm actually pushing that one back um, for the following episode. But don't you worry, I am so excited to have that chat with you guys. Oh my god, I hate the word chat. That's like one of my things is I really hate the word chat. And sometimes I find myself using it and I'm like, what the hell? Why did I say that? (laughs) I guess like right now I'm in a really, really soft, flowy mood. So it just really flowed out of my mouth. Um, But yeah, so we're going to get into that because I mentioned on my Instagram stories that I'm like, feel like the black sheep of my family. Um, I feel really misunderstood and I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I was away from my family and yada yada. So we'll get into that in the family episode um but today's episode actually is about home like i said and i've actually found myself thinking about the meaning of home a lot lately um mostly because i went through this big phase of missing home um or missing the home that we typically think of when we think of home and i'm not sure If you know this, um, but if you follow my Instagram stories, maybe you do. Um, I actually just moved like three months ago, cross country. I moved from Boston, Mass to Los Angeles, to LA. And it's been a dream of mine since I was a little girl. Like literally fourth grade me, who lived in Chelmsford, Mass her whole life, always dreamt of moving to LA, knowing nothing about it. It was just this dream like seeded in my soul from when I was young. And so I love it here in LA. I truly love it here. And I feel comfortable. I feel like I've met people who make me feel like I belong and who make me feel seen. And I'm always 
surrounded by sunshine and I have access to the ocean, which my heart and my soul always call me towards. And I have access to meditation studios, okay? Meditation studios, hot yoga, Pilates. Like, I can walk down the street and get a smoothie from my favorite smoothie place. Like, those, I can walk to the farmer's market. Like, those are things my heart has always, always longed for. And my heart always longed to leave my little hometown called Chumpsford. Um, not because there's anything inherently wrong with Chumpsford. It's honestly a wholesome little place, but because I knew it wasn't the place for me. Um, and I've always known that it wasn't the place for me. And you guys have, if you've followed along for a while, you've probably seen me go through bouts of leaving Chumpsford. Um, I've lived in Bali for a few months. I lived in Europe for a few months. I lived in Miami for a few months. Um, but I always returned back to Chumpsford, all while knowing I didn't feel like I belonged in Chumpsford. Um, but as I walk on new grounds here in LA, as I, you know, walk on these new and unfamiliar grounds and this really new environment and scenery, I find myself craving home and and when i say home i mean chumpsford and i want you if you haven't moved like if you're not if you're listening to this and you're like oh i haven't made a move away from my family or away from home that's okay because i'm going to talk about home in a really really different aspect um in a really different way so anyways as i you know i'm walking on new grounds here in la i find myself craving Chumpsford or actually when I'm recording this I'm at a place where I haven't I I'm not but um in recent weeks I had found myself a lot a lot craving home um and here's the thing you know I I miss the good things obviously um my nephew who's my best friend um I miss my people like my best friend Jordan um who I would see like Honestly, I would see my nephew like twice a month. I would see my friend Jordan like once a month. Um, I miss my places that I go, you know, when I needed to cry or needed to journal or just like knowing the way around, like and not having to know, like not having to use my GPS. I miss my walking trail that I used to go on. I miss my morning walk that I used to go on in my neighborhood. All of these things that I honestly kind of took for granted. Um and now find my soul like craving them or it was and at first when i was really having the sensation of like oh craving chumpsford craving home craving this place that like i literally while i was there knew i needed to leave um i can also i can have that craving and that missing and that desire and that longing while also being really like full on knowing that I'm really, really happy in LA and that I really, really am where I belong. The dualities can exist, but at first when I was finding myself craving home, I convinced myself right away that maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I should go home. Maybe I should pack up my beautiful apartment in LA and move home where I know that I get very very intensely seasonally depressed especially like during the winter which is now when i'm recording this it's december while i'm recording this and 
yesterday was like an 80 degree day here in LA. Um, and at home, I get so seasonally depressed. I hate the cold. Um, I don't really have that many people there that I feel really get me or see me deeply. Um, I often felt really like alone and just like misunderstood and it's nothing about the town again. Um, it's just, it's this place where I know it truly isn't for me, but there's things that are comfortable there. Um, and so when I'm here in LA and everything is brand new, everything is so unfamiliar and so foreign, like Yes, that's so exciting, but it's also scary. And so at first my soul was like, you made the wrong decision, pack up your apartment and go home to LA. Like, or I was like, maybe I should move to Florida. Maybe I should move here. Maybe it wasn't LA for me. But the reason I'm telling you this and talking about home and saying it doesn't have to be, we don't have to talk about it in the way of moving is because I think that that's kind of what our soul does in any terms of change, in any season of change, in any season of newness. And I want you to know that when you are stepping into something new, you are so allowed to still crave the old. You are allowed to miss the old. You are allowed to miss the old so much so that you are convinced that you need to revert back. Maybe we can think of this as when you're growing, when you're growing into something new, when you're growing and evolving into a new version of you. Or maybe, you know, you're leaving behind habits that don't serve you and stepping into new ones that do serve you. Or maybe you are finally, finally making the decision to get out of your relationship that you've been in that doesn't serve you. And stepping into this new world of being single and being alone. Um, And maybe that's exciting, but it also comes with so much fear. And maybe for you, you're finally deciding to step towards recovery from your eating disorder. And you know that recovery is the right choice. You know that you deserve freedom. You know that this is the life you crave. The freedom is the life that you crave. But it's scary. And your eating disorder is safe. And so when you step towards these new things, these new ways of being, these new ways of doing, these new ways of living, it's normal for you to wholeheartedly know that this new way is completely right for you. Even if you have doubts, like it's so normal for you to feel like, yes, this is right, while also feel the deep missing and the deep longing and the deep craving for what was. It's normal to convince yourself that you made the wrong decision or you're walking in the wrong direction simply because you're walking away from what you've always known. The dualities are allowed to exist. The dualities of you saying this new direction, this new way of being, this new version of me, it really excites me and it feels so right but it also really scares me and at times it feels so wrong and I wonder if I am walking in the right direction because it's scary. I just want you to know that those things are allowed to coexist. So here I am in LA knowing that Chelmsford wasn't the right place for me, knowing how out of place I felt and how kind of sad I felt and how excited I was to leave. 
how excited I was about LA, how excited I was to start this new chapter of my life and start this new chapter of who I'm becoming and step away from everything I've always known. I'm, I was so excited, yet here I am and I still have those moments of, I miss Chelmsford. I miss the thing I wanted to leave for so long. And that can apply to anything. You step into something new and you miss that one thing that you knew in your heart you needed to leave for so long. Maybe it's your boyfriend. Maybe it's your eating disorder. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it is your hometown. Whatever it may be. When you step away from that and you step into the new, the dualities of the good and the bad and the negative and the positive are allowed to coexist. Because here is the thing. When you step into something new, your soul, it's, it wants to keep you safe, okay? It wants to keep you safe. That is all that our soul wants for us, is safety. That is an innate human need, is to feel safe. That's at the base like of our root chakra. That is one of like, if your root chakra is blocked or misaligned, like you feel kind of all over the place. It's the chakra that grounds you and it's the center of safety. Um, we don't need to get into chakras right now, <laughs> but your soul wants to keep you safe. It's a basic human need and new feels scary. New feels scary and different and unfamiliar and foreign. And so that is like this alarm system within you saying, this isn't safe. Go back, go back to what we've known. This is not safe. It's literally like an alarm going off and off and off. And it's hard to ignore because it's so persistent like a fire alarm you can't not hear that but how do you how do you sit with that with the oh my god this is new and this is you know this fire alarm is going off within me trying to get me to revert even though yes I am missing parts of the past but I also know it wasn't right the truth is our minds just romanticize parts of the past it doesn't mean the new is wrong. Again, your soul just wants you safe. And what's safe is what has is it, what's safe is what you've known. What's safe is what you've known your whole life. It's your routine, it's your home, it's the place you've built a life, or it's your eating disorder that you've stayed in for so long, or it's your boyfriend who maybe is kind of narcissistic, but you are somehow attached because being single feels scarier, like leaving that relationship feels unsafe because it's new but you know wholeheartedly what you're sitting in right now is not right. So when you step into that newness, your mind begins to romanticize, romanticize the past and say, and convince you it was way better than it actually was. You are way happier than you actually were. That's your soul's way of saying, please come back to safety. Please come back to familiarity. Please come back to what we've known so I can keep you safe, so I can keep you held. You're convinced, so heavily convinced because when you step into something new, guess what it is? Uncomfortable. New, as exciting as you might feel, it is also uncomfortable, okay? And what is comfortable is what you've always known. But... The reality of it is the old 
could not have been all that comfortable or you wouldn't have craved change. It's just this thing of when, when things feel new and different and unfamiliar, everything in us wants to revert. It's so uncomfy for our souls to grow into something we've never grown into before, to feel something we've never felt before. It's so uncomfortable for our souls to leave the old ways of comfort. So we begin to romanticize the past and make it seem better than it, than it was in reality. And it's kind of our soul's way of coping with change. It's our soul's way of trying to make us step back into being super comfy. But it's also our soul's way of like cock-blocking our growth, honestly. Not in a meticulous way, but in a way that and I'll sound like a broken record, your soul wants to keep you safe. And change feels unsafe. Unknown feels unsafe. But you know what feels really safe? Is the couch at your mom's house in your hometown that you spent forever dreaming of moving out of. And don't just take that as a couch, like literally, (laughs) in your mom's house in your hometown. Because again, maybe for you, it's a different comfort, a different safety net. Maybe your comfort is that relationship that you know isn't good for you or your eating disorder, like I said. Maybe that's the couch at your mom's house in your hometown that is super comfy, but you long to leave it for so long. It's like the thing that's not so good for you, that's the couch. And it's scary to leave that comfy couch and The comfy couch has always been there and your mind wants to convince you to go back. When it's stepping into something new, your mind wants to convince you to go back and simply lay down on that couch because that's comfort. And the new path you're paving isn't all that comfy. So we romanticize the comfort of that couch. But here's the thing. Even with that couch, I'm going to keep using the couch as like the metaphor, the analogy analogy um even with that couch when you first got that couch it wasn't all that comfy it was brand new and you had to break it in and it took time for it to be comfy and the more you sat on it the more you came home to it the more you laid on it the more time you spent on it you broke it in a little and it became your couch it became your family's couch it became that comfortable couch that you knew was always at home and and you could go back to after a long day and lay down on But remember, at first, it was not that way. It was not comfortable. But now you love it. Now you love that couch. It is comfortable. So when I I think my point is just that the dualities, you know, can coexist of, oh my goodness, this new thing is so right for me and so exciting. And also, oh my goodness, I miss the old. And I just want you to know that it doesn't mean that the new thing is wrong and it doesn't mean that, you know, what you're stepping into is wrong and that what you've stepped away from is where you belong. Yes, maybe your soul is trying to convince you of that, but you are strong enough not to let that fear pull you back in. All that fear means, my love, is that you're growing and that you're evolving. And it means that you're being stretched stretched past the limits of what you've always known and maybe stretching and growing hurts it comes with those pains 
but it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And in the moments where you feel like you're being stretched too much, you must remember that there was a reason why you decided to walk away from what was known to you. In the moment where new and different feels too new and too different and too scary, you must remember why you walked away from what was. There was a reason you sought after something new and something different. So instead of allowing your soul to kind of look at the past or what was with rose-colored glasses through that lens of romanticizing, take the lens off. Call out those things and the reasons why you needed to leave, why it wasn't good for you. I can romanticize Chumpsert all that I want, knowing that the winter is cold and I cry pretty much every day, that I feel depressed and miserable and sick, that the parts of my life, here's the thing when we romanticize, we take those these micro moments and make them bigger than they are. So me romanticizing is I miss eating sweet green on the top of my car in a parking lot watching the sunset with my nephew, okay? Because that was part of our routine. Or I miss the one time a month where I would see my best friend Jordan and he and I would play lacrosse. And we take those micro moments and we forget about the bigger picture. Because what was I doing outside of that one time a month or those two times a month that I saw my nephew? Or that one time a month that I saw Jordan? Like, what was I doing? I was not happy. I was not, I mean, I made myself happy. Like, obviously, I was happy. But I wasn't like, oh my God, this is where I belong. It was always, I'm going to be happy here in the moment, but I know that I need change and I crave California. I know that. So when we're romanticizing, we don't look at the bigger picture. We hone in on those micro moments and we attach ourselves to them because we're, we're scared. The new is scary. I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but just because it's scary doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because you're afraid does not mean it's wrong. And I wrote this caption the other day when I was really, it was around the time of Thanksgiving and it was really when I was craving home. Um, I didn't go home for Thanksgiving, like I said, and I saw all my cousins together and, or I got a phone call from my cousin too. And it just made me really miss my family. And even though I don't have that great of a relationship with most of my family, Like, I just really missed my cousins. Um, Anyways, I wrote this caption and I shared it on Instagram, but I'm going to read it here. Um, I wrote, I woke up this morning and started looking at pictures and videos of last summer. Little happy moments of random drives to the beach for sunsets and dancing around in public and picnics on the roof of my car with my nephew. I started to miss it, like really miss it, to crave that version of me again to crave those moments again and that season again. But the thing is, I know in my heart that I wasn't always happy in that season that I look back on. I know in my heart that pictures and videos are just small fragments that hold big joys. And I know in my heart not to convince myself that things were better then. Because truly, I am happy in the season of life, even though it feels super unfamiliar and unknown. But the happiness also comes with moments of doubt with moments of, did I make the right choice? Moments of wanting to revert back to what is comfortable and what is known. And I think that's just the thing with change. 
When we're walking on new grounds in any realm of life, it feels a little scary and a little uncomfortable. But we can know that we are happy on these new grounds while also letting the fear and challenge and overthinking exist. I'm not really sure where this ramble is going, but I think as humans we tend to romanticize things or times in our lives even if in our hearts we know that those things or times were just a small piece of the bigger picture. Even if we know that everything wasn't as good as our mind is convincing ourselves it was. As humans, we crave comfort. We crave familiarity. We crave what we've known because it gives us a feeling of safety. The unknown excites us, but it feels uneasy too. And when we take the leap into the unknown, it's normal to have the moments of missing the old sense of comfort. But the truth is, we would not have craved change if the old sense of comfort was really all that comfortable. And I think that the truth is that we're not meant to always be comfortable. We're not meant to always live in comfort. To make something comfortable, we must go through the stage where it's not yet comfortable. We can't make something familiar if we never take time to get familiar with it. And I guess the point of this is just to say that you're allowed to feel the dualities. You're allowed to be in love with the current chapter of your life while still having moments of nostalgically reading pages of the past. Just remember that the pages of the past were written to get you to where you are today. If you keep rereading the previous chapters just because you know what happens, you'll never get to see what happens in this chapter, or the next ones, or all of the beautiful places it will lead you along the way. New ways feel unfamiliar, but remember there's a profound reason that you walked past the old familiar. Unfamiliar is okay. It won't always be that way. And now we have a mic drop. <laughs> um, unfamiliar is okay. <sighs> I keep saying that unfamiliar feels scary to our soul. And it does. But the thing with unfamiliar is, if we can stay with ourselves long enough to make that new thing or that new way of being or living or whatever familiar, then it won't always be uncomfortable. To step into new ways, we have to go through the phase where it's uncomfortable. We have to go through a phase where it does not feel familiar and it feels foreign and it feels like it's stretching you beyond your limits. That's how you get into something. That's how change happens. That's how growth happens. That's how newness in your life happens. If you want new, you have to experience new. New feelings. New feelings of discomfort and unfamiliarity. New grounds to walk on. New faces. New places. If you want new, you can't keep rereading the pages of the past or keep staying on the current page. You have to move forward in the, in, in the book. You have to move forward in the chapter, even if you don't know what happens. And even if that's causing a lot of anxiety and overwhelm. Because pretty soon you'll know what happens and it will feel comfortable. It's like learning a new language. When you're learning a new language, it feels so confusing. I learned French in high school. That's, that's a bad example because I never got comfortable with it, but I got way more comfortable with it than I was at first. Like when you are learning something new you don't just pick it up right away for the most part for the most part you're not an expert at it right away it takes time there's a learning curve and so anything new in your life any realm of newness of new way of being doing having it you have to give yourself the time to feel familiar with it to get familiar with it 
to get to know it. And soon enough, it will feel comfortable. It will be a new sense of comfort. It will feel familiar. And you will be so glad that you stuck with yourself through the phase that felt really uncomfortable. Because this new way of comfort, it was exactly as you imagined it. It feels euphoric. It feels like you've settled in. I have a funny story from when I was in Greece. Um, Years ago, I went to Greece um, with my friend. And it was my first time out of the country by myself without like my mom. And it was my friend's first time too. And we traveled to Athens and Santorini. And when we got to Athens, I remember... So I had already known Santorini. I I knew people at Santorini. I knew the hotel we were staying at because I had stayed there before. Like I had friends there. Um, And I knew the whole island of Santorini. But when we got to Athens, I didn't really know it as well. And I didn't know the area we were staying in. I didn't know people there. I didn't know anything. And so right away, I called my mom bawling my eyes out. Like, please, can we find out how we can get to, to Santorini sooner? Because we were supposed to stay in Athens for a few days. Like, please help us book flights to Santorini sooner. And we cried and we were scared and it just felt super foreign. And we ended up not being able to get to Santorini sooner. And we had to stay in Athens. And so we made ourselves comfortable and we explored and we found places that we loved and, you know, restaurants that we loved and pathways that we fell in love with walking and we found friendly faces as we began to be comfortable and we left Athens and we we were sad to leave this place that when we got there we were so afraid and it felt too new that we wanted to like go backwards we didn't want to leave because we ended up falling in love with it we fell in love with Athens so much so that we returned the next year and stayed there for weeks. We lived in Athens for weeks because we ended up loving it so much. All because we stuck through that temporary period of discomfort. Because remember, all discomfort is temporary. All discomfort is temporary. It will not last forever. You have to get to the other side that feels comfortable again. You will always get to the other side of comfort as long as you allow yourself to stay in the discomfort just for a little. And that's kind of where I want to get into what is home? What is home? That's the point of what is home. Home really to me and when I think of it is a sense of comfort. And our souls crave comfort. And so... When our souls crave home, you know, home in the way that we typically think of it is a place that we've lived or where we've grown up. But again, I just think home is really a sense of comfort and a sense of knowing. And I think I've come to know that home truly resides within. I think I've come to know that a true sense of home comes from when we find a home within ourselves and that has the power to create a sense of comfort no matter where you are in the world or no matter what you are going through or no matter how new 
this next chapter of your life is. No matter how brand new and unfamiliar and unknown, whatever you are stepping into or walking towards is. Home is a sense of comfort. And when you are stepping into something new, you are going to crave comfort, my love. You are going to crave the comfort. It's normal and it's okay. But the beautiful thing it is, the beautiful thing about it is, is you're allowed to create comfort within. You're allowed to find home within. And that home can travel with you no matter how far you go from the place you've always known. So like I've said, as you step towards something new, of course you're going to create, to create, <laughs> to crave the old. Like I said, our minds romanticize things. They replay memories and watch through the lens of the rose-colored glasses. And our, it's our soul's way of, of trying to, to pull us back to our previous safety net. But what if? What if you're being stretched because you're meant to find a new safety net? What if you're being pushed because you're finally learning how to be your own safety net? How to lean on your own self-love for the comfort that you seek. How to hold yourself through this growth and through this evolution, even in the moments where you feel so heavily that you're being pulled back towards the old ways. What if this season of growth and this newness and this really feeling, this, this heavy feeling of discomfort, what if you're, you're being forced to show yourself your resiliency? What if you're being forced to create a home within, forced to come home to yourself in a deeper way than you've ever known, forced to show yourself that the comfort that you crave so deeply can be cultivated within so that ultimately you can take that comfort anywhere that you go, no matter how uncomfortable the situation is, even to the most foreign places of all? What if you're being forced to see that all you've ever needed was within? And your soul has just been waiting for you to step away from the old ways that no longer serve you so that you can embody what does. You see, home, again, is comfort, even if comfort is not good for us, even if home is not good for us. I think we all crave a safety net. Our souls crave a safety net. Our souls crave to know we have a safety net. But what if this season of your life is forcing you to get rid of all those safety nets so that you can be your own safety net? Not because it's wrong to lean on others for help, but because you are so much more powerful than you give yourself credit for. You have the power to hold yourself through anything and to stay by yourself through anything. You are your home. And what if this season of discomfort is forcing you to find a new home within deeper than you've ever known and i think that's where i'm at i think that this season for me is where i am meant to cultivate a deeper home within than i've ever known because yes i have been my own home i have created a home within it is deeply found every day when i'm on my mat practicing my movement and my meditation and that can come with me anywhere But until I have moved to LA and stepped into this whole new brand, brand new chapter, like the newest one ever, I've always known that I have had those external safety nets to fall back on if I needed. 
In Chumpsford, I had people that could serve as my safety net if I needed. Yes, I I still relied on myself, but it was that inner knowing that, oh, I have that safety net still. I can call Jordan, my best friend. I can call Jacob, my nephew. I can say, let's go on a drive. Even when I was in Miami, I had one of my best friends there. Even through all of my travels, I've had someone that feels like home there. I've always been around people that feel like home. Even though I know I am my own home, I've still had that knowledge of being around people that feel like home and being able to rely on them if I really, really need. And here in LA, I have made friendships deeper than any I've made in my 26 years of life, like truly. Um, But again, it takes time to make something new feel like home, to, to feel that deep sense of comfort. Of course, I don't feel the same comfort with anyone here yet that I feel with my nephew. I actually do kind of feel like I'm honestly pretty much there. Like truly, now that I think about it, I'm like, I feel that with Amanda actually. And I feel that with Abby and I feel that with my friends here that make me feel so at home. But it's also like nobody knows me as intimately as the people of my past. And so I'm finally being forced to stand on my own two feet. I'm finally being forced to not run back home, not say, yeah, I am picking up my beautiful apartment in LA and moving back to Chumpsford because my soul is in this scary moment where LA feels new and different and I need to revert. I am finally being forced to stand so tall and build this strong, strong, strong foundation of being my own home. And maybe that's what it is for you too. And all you have to do is hold yourself through the discomfort. We're not meant to always be comfortable. Life isn't supposed to, you're not always supposed to feel comfortable. Where's the fun in that? Where's the excitement in that? Where's the growth in comfort? New and different is just new and different. It doesn't have to mean new and different is wrong. It doesn't have to mean new and different means revert. It doesn't have to mean the fear you feel about new and different means you're making the wrong decision or stepping in the wrong direction. It means you're supposed to feel the fear and do it anyways. You're supposed to feel the fear and hold yourself through it. You're supposed to show yourself that you can cultivate the sense of home no matter what you're going through. And finding that sense of home within has been my savior truly through so many times, not just the season of being in LA, Last year when I was facing the deepest season of growth and so much hurt within, so much inner work I was doing and inner child healing and and going through a breakup and losing parts of myself that I held on to so heavily and losing a love with another human, like that felt earth shattering and I craved comfort. And so old me would have gone back to past ways of, for me, it was my eating disorder. I craved comfort, so I would have, when things got hard, turned to my eating disorder. But this time, no, things were different. I had built this home within so that when things got really, really shaky in my external world, I came home within. I got on my yoga mat. I did my blend of yoga and Pilates and intuitive movement, or I meditated, or I journaled. And I treated myself like I would want to treat my home. When you think of home, you think of cozy and somewhere beautiful and that makes you feel like you can just settle in and it feels loving and nurturing 
And that same exact type of home is within you. If you allow yourself to create comfort within, if you come home to accepting who you are in every single moment, you have the power to hold yourself through everything, through anything new and different, no matter how new and different and scary it is. You're just craving comfort. So don't allow yourself to revert back to old ways just because they're comfortable. Start learning to cultivate that same type of of comfort that you're craving. Start learning to cultivate it within. And I wish that in this episode, I could dive deep into giving you more ways on how, but I can promise you that my deepest way has been to get on my yoga mat, right? Get on my mat and do Pilates yoga, intuitive movement, play my playlist and move or spend time observing my thoughts, spend time with my mind rather than avoiding, breathing, meditating, journaling. Those are the things that have helped me come home to myself and create this home within. And when I'm feeling this, ooh, this is kind of uncomfortable to be here in LA and not have like my people that I've had all my life and not have my normal grocery store or my normal walking route, This is kind of uncomfortable. What do I do? And so what do you do when you're feeling that comfort, that that discomfort that makes you want to revert? You sit with yourself. You come home to yourself. What is it for you that gets you so deeply connected to you? Maybe for you, it's dancing. Maybe for you, it's hot yoga. Maybe for you, it's singing or going to play tennis, whatever the heck, cooking in your kitchen. Don't allow yourself to revert back to something of the past just because something that's in your present or coming into your future is scary and different. We're supposed to feel those things as humans sometimes. And so again, like I said, what do I do when my mind is convincing me, you made the wrong decision, fly back to Chumpsford, Mass. I breathe for a minute and I, I accept. Here's the thing too accepting that hey this new chapter and this new walk of life is going to be a little uncomfortable for me i'm going to accept this discomfort and not try to resist it while i settle into this new way of comfort because i know i will find this deep sense of home here in la deeper not deeper but you know the same sense of how I feel a deep sense of home within, I will find a deep sense of home in LA. I will learn how to drive without my GPS. I will have, I will find that comfort of calling up my friends and being like, hey, I'm crying. Like, can we go on a drive? I will find the, my favorite grocery store or my favorite walking route or my favorite spot to journal. I mean, I've already found my favorite spot to cry. So that's one thing. Um, If you're listening to this and you're in LA, walk up Runyon. There's a beautiful rock to sit at with the Hollywood sign you can look at. Beautiful place to cry. Anyways, (laughs) I've had the moments of literally almost booking a flight. Like I called my mom and I was like, mom, what if, because she's moving out of her apartment. I'm like, what if I rent your apartment? (laughs) Like our mind will convince us of crazy things the second we start to feel discomfort. Because I know full well, if I went back to Chelmsford, Mass, I would be miserable and seasonally depressed and being like, oh, I miss the sunshine. I miss LA. So call yourself out on your BS when your mind is convincing you that that comfort is somewhere outside of here. Because maybe it is, but you have to create comfort and you will, you will create comfort. 
So accept the discomfort for a while and realize that when you're craving like home, whatever that may be for you, when you're craving comfort, you're craving home. And remember that you can do the things that make you feel at home wherever you are in this world. And maybe you have moved away and maybe your tradition with your mom was to go get sushi every Tuesday. And so you do that tradition with yourself. Like, I don't know how that relates, but you're your own home. And this, this new chapter of your life that feels different and, and foreign and unknown, it's not because you're moving in the wrong direction. It's because you're moving in the right one. You're creating a new pathway for yourself and you're going to have to find new ways of comforting yourself. And also, you're being stretched. You're being forced to be your own home and to show yourself that you have that beautiful place within, that you can be your own safety net. We will all go through periods of craving a safety net. But the most beautiful and powerful thing is when you realize that you can be your own safety net. And so I feel like this episode was kind of just a ramble. Um, but it felt really good to talk to you guys about that because, again, I have been thinking so much about home and I've been looking back on pictures and videos, which is what we tend to do when we're facing new and, and the old feels better. We romanticize it, like I've said. And I can look back at those pictures and those videos and remember that those are micro moments. And it feels good to admit to you guys that I am in LA and I do love it. <laughs> I truly do. And I love the people and I love the beaches and I love the palm trees, but I have the moments too where I crave the old. And I just want to give you a big permission slip and tell you that that's okay. To tell you that it's okay to crave the old. But it doesn't mean the old is where you belong. I think we're kind of meant to create new ways of comfort in our lives. We're meant to see that comfort exists outside of what we've always known. And so I hope you become brave enough to sit through seasons of discomfort and find micro moments of comfort within, knowing that the discomfort won't last forever because things will become comfortable again, even if they don't go back to how they were because they're probably not supposed to, you will feel comfort again. But for now, I hope you learn to cultivate it within and be your own safety net. <sighs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, like I said, it, it honestly, just sitting here and podcasting with you, it feels like, like therapy for me. It feels so good to talk to you guys. And I, I don't know it. I know I need to be more consistent with the podcast. Um, for some reason, I always feel like I need to have this deep inspiration before I hop on and get behind the mic. And the thing is, when I sit here, like I had a whole podcast episode written, but I just kind of trashed it because I, when I sit here, things flow. And it feels like such an intimate way for you and I to like get to know each other deeper and for me to just share my inner world um, because I know I do that on Instagram, but this just feels more personal. And so if you are someone that listens to this, just know that I really, truly, like I truly appreciate that from the depths of my heart. And I don't say that lightly. 
it means the world to me that I'm sitting here behind this microphone and you're listening through your car radio or your headphones or whatever it may be. And you're just listening to my voice. And I'm like, you're allowing, you're holding space for me to speak in this way to you. This is like a whole nother ramble, but I was just like, I'm looking outside of the palm trees. I'm just feeling so grateful. And I'm just realizing like, it's so cool to be able to do this. And thank you so much for listening. I, it truly, truly, like, I hope that these words, I hope you can feel the energy behind them because for me, I'm giving them the energy of like a hug to your soul. It, it really means the world to me. Um, I really can't express it enough. So thank you so much for being here. And if you did listen and you loved it or you liked it or you hated it, (laughs) please, um, let me know, tag me in your stories. Maybe not if you hated it, (laughs) just kidding. Productive or product. What is it? Criticism constructive criticism is always welcome. Um, and if you want anything else on the podcast, anything to hear, any episode requests, please just DM me. I'm just a DM away. Um, and I love you and I will speak to you soon.